Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. We're in the middle of a series, Breaking Blindness. And I'm excited for what God is doing in us because He's taken off the blindfold so we can fully see, be driven, led, and do things according to what He wants to do. And how many know that God's plans are much greater than our plans? So let's dive in. Let's pray. God, I love you so much, and I thank you for this opportunity to be in your presence. I thank you for the opportunity to follow you in this amazing plan. God, you love this city so much. You love it with all your heart. So help us and our hearts to break for the things that break your heart. Help us to see like you see and hear like you hear, to do things. And let this be life-changing for us, that your words would penetrate our hearts. We love you, God. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So last week we talked about breaking blindness of the eyes. And your eyes are incredibly important because they are the direction for where you're going. So where you're focused is where you're headed, whether you like it or not. And so your direction is directly connected to your perspective. Your perspective is powerful. It's so powerful. So we got to make sure we know where we're looking. Come on, somebody. You got to know where you're looking. Pay attention to where your eyes are set. We talked about Habakkuk and how Habakkuk was getting in position. He was getting to his watchtower so he could see the promise of God. He could see what God was saying. Sometimes we get so caught up in the process that we forget about the promise that God has given us. And so when you see the promise, when you see the why, you can get through the what. Because the what is so frustrating if you don't know the why. And if you don't know God's promise and you don't know God's purpose for your life, the why and the process can be so frustrating because it's like, why am I doing this? Why am I going through this? This doesn't make sense. This isn't what I was made for. And you feel the frustration. But if you can get to your watchtower, get up and see what the promise that God has for you, you see the purpose, you see over the process, then when you come down into the process, it's okay because you're headed somewhere. This isn't your destination. You're not there yet. And sometimes you got to go through the struggle in order to get to what God has for you. And so the process becomes something doable. And we talked about just taking off those blindfolds by getting in our watchtower. Man, and I challenge you, if you haven't done that yet, find your watchtower. Some of us, it's early in the morning. Some of us taking a walk through nature. Some of us getting on a skyline and just looking over uh, a skyscraper and looking over the skyline. Whatever it is that gets you in that place where you can see clearly and hear clearly, that's where you need to get to where you can see why you're here. We don't need more people just filling jobs. We, and that's one of the big things with our dream team when we talk about I belong is it, we talk about people not filling a position but coming alive to their purpose. Just think if we had a city full of people who came alive to their purpose of why they're here. Can you imagine the power in that? And I'm excited. Today I want to talk to you about uh, the blindfold and the blindness on the mind. Your mind is a powerful thing. And I don't know if you know this, but there's the biggest battlefield ever is your mind. Everything is fighting for your thoughts. Everything. I mean, if you really pay attention, you can see the advertisements, music, movies, politics, you name it, causes. Everything is fighting for a little slice of your thoughts. How can they get inside your brain 
And how can they direct the thoughts that are going on inside your head? It's a battlefield. Everybody wants a little piece of your mind. You say, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. Yeah. Everybody wants a piece of your mind. They want it so bad. And so it's a battlefield. And if we don't realize this, we can lose the battle every time. But if we understand, hey, I'm in a fight here. I have to make sure to watch what is going on inside my mind. Then we can win uh, the battle. But the mind is where the dreams are birthed. Think about it. It starts with a thought. All of a sudden, you get this idea, this crazy idea. You're going to invent something. Any husbands in the house? You go to the garage. You're like, I'm going to build the greatest something or other that's going to change mankind forever. Right? You start putting stuff together using super glue and duct tape. This is gonna, you get a thought in your brain, and all of a sudden that thought, from that thought, births a dream. And so your mind is so important because that is where your innermost parts of your being lies in your mind. And those thoughts are so important because they, in turn, translate everything you do. Everything starts with a thought. My kids... Um, they get into this play world. I don't know if you have kids like this, but my kids, when they get action figures in their hands, they are in a whole new world. It's like Aladdin. They get on a magic carpet ride, and they're gone. And they're not here. They're in Superland, right? Everything's super. Everything's crazy. Everything flies. Everything's strong. It's like, and they make these sounds like, and you have no idea what's going on, but they know. Because they're in a reality that's not here and now. It's their own reality. And I love it. And Zion's the best at this because he'll make these noises and sounds and he'll end up and he'll be like, oh, hey, how are you doing? And this guy will be like, oh, I'm doing good. You want to fly together? Sure, let's do it. And they'll be off again. I mean, it's just like crazy. And now Anne's getting into that age where she's using her imagination. And they just create their own reality. Do you know that that's what we do in life is we create our own reality? I tell my leaders all the time, perception is king. And no matter what you can tell anybody, what their perception is, is reality for them. And so a lot of us, we create a perception with our life and our eyes and our minds and our thoughts that we actually have a reality that might not actually be factual. But it's our reality because it's our perception. And so you go through life and you see things differently than everybody else sees them. And you feel things differently. And you experience things differently. And you think differently. And when someone says something, it means something different to you because your perception is different than everybody else's. And so you have to realize that everything that is reality to you might not actually be reality. Ooh. It's like, this is like a movie, like Inception. We might be a dream inside of a dream inside of a dream. But when you realize this, it's really freeing to know that sometimes... All the things that we feel might not be our incapabilities. They might just be a reality that we created. We create barriers. And a lot of time we go through life and we create barriers. We have things happen to us. So we'll have a relationship go south. You know, it could start there and you get that one girl that's a nightmare. And the breakup, oh my. And 10 years later, she's still messaging you. Happy anniversary of the time we broke up. You know what I'm saying? You know that girl. And all of a sudden, there's a barrier there, and you're like, I, I don't want to do that again. 
relationships are terrible. So I'm going to watch myself there. And you might have had um, a time where, I don't know, you got attacked by a dog. And so, you know, all of a sudden you hate dogs. There's nothing against dogs, but some of them are crazy. And you just happen to meet one. And so now all of a sudden when you see a dog, your reality is dogs are terrible. And then you, I mean, we all know cats are terrible, so I don't even have to go there. But Sorry, all you cat lovers going to throw things at me. Um, and then let, let's say you, your, your parents uh, neglect you as a, as a child. And so you have that reality with authority. And everybody that's in authority, it, it might just leave you. They might abandon you. And so you have that reality. It's a barrier. And every time we come up against these barriers, we say, oh, I remember not to do that. And maybe you tried something new. And you failed really hard. I mean, it wasn't just a fail. It was like YouTube epic fails of 2017, right? And you remember that. And you hit the ground so hard. Everybody was watching. So every time you try to start something new, you remember that failure. And it becomes a barrier. And maybe you've had abuse happen in your life. And you had someone come in and steal something that wasn't theirs to take. And they abused you. And they took something from you. And all of a sudden, every relationship, there's something, there's a barrier, there's a wall there. And whether you realize it or not, you start to trap yourself inside your own mind. And your reality isn't reality, but it's your perception. And it becomes your reality. And all of a sudden, every, everybody in authority, you're not sure how to trust them because of things that have happened in the past things that have gone in, and you don't want to try anything new because you're incapable, and the things that you try, you always fail, at least in your mind, and then relationships, they, they can't be trusted, and you can't go there because you don't know what people's intentions are, and all of a sudden, you find yourself trapped in your own mind, and you don't know where to go next, and so you stay put, and you get it. You get it. You got a purpose. You get it. God calls you for good things. You get it. You're supposed to be a part of this change in the city. But you can't help but face your reality that I, I can't try new things and I can't trust people and I, I can't go there and I can't do this because all these barriers are in the way. And I love the scripture in Romans chapter 12 verse 2. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his perfect, pleasing will. And I love this because conforming to the world, the pattern of the world, is very easy to do, right? It's very easy because everything is about self. Help yourself. Do your things for yourself. And so if, if you go along with the patterns of the world, it's very easy to get into that. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, I'm so glad he doesn't say in here to get a new mind. That when you come to God and it gets you saved, all of a sudden it's like, all right, we got surgery in the back. We're going to do some mind transplants. And you got to, like, take on a new mind and new thinking, all this stuff. You're gonna, it's going to be weird at first. You're going to see double, but it's okay. You'll get used to it. You know, by Wednesday, you'll be fine. Take these pills. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm glad God doesn't do that with us. I'm glad that he can use what's already there. That's good news for some of us because we think, man, there's no way God can use this. But he says, hey, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's some things that you need to renew. 
there's some things that you need to change because your reality is not factual. Because God is on the throne. He sets you apart for great things. He has a plan and a purpose for your life. That's reality. Reality is with Christ inside of you, you are a new creation. All of a sudden, old has passed away. You are new in him. With God, all things are possible. That's reality. But sometimes we face our reality and we get caught up in it. But he says, hey, listen, in order to transform yourself, you got to renew your mind. All of a sudden, you got to change things around. And you have to set up gates. Do you know you have gates? Like, no, I don't live in the city. Okay. You have gates. You have an eye gate and you have an ear gate. Those are your inroads. They're everything that comes to your brain. And everything that goes in our eyes and in our ears comes directly to our thoughts. And those are the things that are fighting for our attention. And gates are cool because they close and don't allow things in, but they also open and allow things in and open and let, let things out. And so gates can, be, can work into our benefits. And a lot of times, here's what we do. We set up our gates as barriers against, doing thing, against us getting out. And so you might have this, this gate, this barrier that's keeping you from going anywhere, that's keeping you from going places. But the Bible says to renew your mind, to, to change things around, to renew it to a new thinking. What if we change the barriers? Instead of keeping us in, we kept things out. What if you change the barrier? Instead of keeping you from doing new things, all of a sudden you kept it from fearing to do new things. And you said those thoughts that come in that are uh, their, their insecurities, their doubts, their, their fear of failure. Let me change those thoughts and say, not in this space. You're locked out now. I closed the gate. And those conversations that we hear, those things that are, are, are just pollution and poison to us, you know the ones, the ones that take you south and they make your, your mood all terrible. And it's those people that are talking about people and they're just going, they're judging, all this stuff is going on. All of a sudden you realize that's getting in my space not today, not in my space. And you change the barriers from being things that keep you in to things staying out. Because there's some things that you don't need inside your mind. And a lot of us, we don't take inventory. So we don't know. We don't know what's going in. But everything that's going in is a, a directly affecting your dreams, is directly affecting your thoughts and the things that you do. So you have to take inventory. You got to go down the aisles with your little sticker machine. And start seeing things on your eye and say, wow, that's a terrible mindset. Where did that come from? And you start seeing, wow, that happened to my past and that's why I see things like that. I get it. And man, that thought keeps creeping up. You mark it. I know about you now. And you start taking inventory. Start realizing what's going on. But a lot of times, it's not just getting things out. It's putting good in. And so you got to keep the wrong things out, though. you got to keep the thoughts that are, are, are polluted out, and you got to keep the right things inside. Uh, my kids, they make a decision to obey me. And when they obey me, they know that I have their best interests in mind. I'm not a mean dad. Well, some days. <laughs> you, would, you would think in their minds, 
you know, daddy is just the meanest daddy in the world, but I keep them safe from the things that I know will harm them. And the reason I say not to do this is because I know the destination of that. I know where it's headed. I know the end. I've been there. I've done that. And I know that doesn't lead to a good place. I know that if you don't look both ways before going to a street, you're going to get smushed by a car. And so I keep them back and say, hey, you got to pay attention. Look both ways before you go. I'm looking out for them. And a lot of times God is speaking to us, and we can't hear him because of all the thoughts going on, but he's looking out for our best interests. He's not saying, now listen, go in that closet and don't do anything because you're my child. Be very secretive and don't do it. You know, he's not like that. He's saying, hey, I want to watch out for you because I have set you apart for great things. And I don't want anything messing that up. And he understands if you get to the patterns of the world, it's so easy. You don't have to think about it to go to the patterns of the world. But when you start to do that, you start to conform your brain into thinking you can't do things. You have to do what everybody else is doing. You have to conform to everybody else. When God has set you apart for great things. There's another scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. It says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We demolish all arguments Everything that comes in that says you can't do it. You demolish that argument. You take captive that thought. And you don't just take captive the bad thoughts. You take captive the good thoughts and you bring them in. Because if you just capture all the bad thoughts and say, I'm not going to think of this. I'm not going to think of this. And I'm not thinking of that one. And this one's terrible. And this one, all of a sudden, guess what? You're going to be thinking bad thoughts. Because that's all you're saying. I'm just not gonna, I'm just not gonna do, I'm not gonna, and I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna hang out with them, and I'm not gonna go there because I'm I'm a child of the king and I can't do that. And when, I mean, when you get in that mindset, all of a sudden you start living life in a wall and, and trapped. But when you start grabbing those good thoughts and you say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, all of a sudden you start doing things that are crazy. You start looking for opportunities. Like, God, hold me back, hold me back. Who's next? Who's next? You know, give me an opportunity, baby. I'm gonna go for it, you know. Like pumped up in the locker room. Like, whoa, let's do it. And all of a sudden, you get this faith buildup. I call it the crazy eyes. You get the crazy eyes, you know. You're like, God, what do you want me to do? Give it to me. You know, it's like you go for it. But we demolish our arguments. It's time for us to stand up because we ain't got time for that. We got a city to change. And you know where it starts? Right here. Right here. Because it all starts with a thought. When's the last time you woke up in the middle of the night? You're like, wow, God, that was amazing. What a thought, what an idea, what a dream. But a lot of times we have so many distractions that we can't see. We have the gates open to everything. We're like, come on in. Hey, you come in too. Hey, you come on in. Everybody come on in. It's a party in here. And we don't realize that we're, we're doing ourselves an injustice. We're not closing the things out to say, absolutely not. Not on my watch. No, 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 no. Those past relationships are terrible. I, I, I need to keep my mind and my, my groundness in the things of God. And then we see the perfect will of God. You think it's God's will for you to be trapped by those thoughts of pain and abuse and neglect and abandonment? Absolutely not. That's not God's will for you. But so many times we live in that reality where we live trapped. 
And you come and you get inspired and you're all worked up and you're like, I got to do something. I got to do something in my city. I got to do, I got this dream and all this stuff. But then you hit that wall. It's like, ah, oh, I forgot. I can't do that. But let me tell you, God wants to renew your mind. He wants to renew your mind. So that the thoughts that you had about the things you couldn't do, he wants to put in you what you can do. He wants to give you the power and authority to walk in the calling that he has for you. So that the neglect can't negate your future. And the abuse, it won't let you abandon your dream. It can't. And the pain won't keep you away from your destiny. It won't do it because you find healing and wholeness in the thoughts of Jesus. Because he starts speaking things to you like, you're my child. I love you. I give you everything you need. I'm your peace. I'm your strength. Here's a great one. I'm strongest when you're the weakest. I love that promise. Because when I feel like a failure, that's when God is at its best. That's when he's at his best. So it's time we meet uncertainty at the door. When those thoughts come in, we take captive those thoughts and say, not on my, not on my watch. Not on my watch. Because God's got great things for you. God's great, got great things for me. And we don't have time to work in the barriers. We got to break through the barriers. Start breaking through the blindness. And start setting up gates to say, this is my terror. You know what starts happening? You say, I need more room to dream. Because these dreams aren't big enough. You say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So we're going to move that out a little bit. Because I need a little room to work. And I, I, need, I need a little more room over here. Because you know what? God's got huge things for me to do in my school, in my workplace, in my family. And I need some more space to do some dancing. I need some more space to work it, baby. Because I'm not just living to live. I'm living with a purpose. Come on, somebody. And all of a sudden, the past that tries to take us down all of a sudden becomes fuel to our fire. We're like, yeah, that's what I was. But my mind is renewed, and so it transforms you. You start work, walking with a swag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what was that? You walk, you walk with a swag. You walk with an authority. God gives you some backbones where you put your shoulders back and you say, I am a child of the king. There's nothing that I cannot do. I am the head and not the tail. I am the one that stands up for the righteous, right? I'm the one who stands up for the things that aren't right. Not on my watch because I'm healthy and whole in here. And it all starts with a thought. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.